Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 44 of the NeuroEdge podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. And today what I'm going to be talking about, the name of today's episode, is Six Reasons Your Brain Needs Yoga. And I think everybody at this point in age, the year is 2020, everybody can pretty much agree that yoga is going to be good for your physical health. But one thing that I have noticed after a few years of practicing is that it is actually much, 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 much more beneficial for your brain and your mental health. And I think your brain, I want to say more of your brain physiology and as that relates to your mental health, I'm not saying directly your mental health, but I think there's a lot of things going on in your brain when you're doing yoga that I have noticed substantial benefit from. And the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I didn't start out doing yoga to have any sort of benefits for my brain. I really did it for my body. And I think that's where a lot of people start too. And then they don't realize that there's actually a whole nother level of yoga that you get to and start doing and you realize how it actually will change your brain after you do it for a while. So I think with yoga, what's great about yoga is that, see, I'm a meathead and I like lifting heavy weights and everything and exercising to the fullest and whatever it is I'm doing, whether that's doing really high intensity stuff, heavy lifting, anything like that. And I think a lot of people get intimidated by people that may be at more advanced levels of fitness and they think if they go to the gym, they're not going to know what to do. So I think what's great about yoga is you can, if you're not as comfortable doing a lot of physical movements or something like that, pretty much everyone can do yoga because it's more of a gentle flow. And obviously there's different levels and different, you can advance to doing very, very advanced poses, but everybody can have somewhere to start in yoga. And so I think what is awesome about yoga is that everybody can benefit regardless of your level expertise, skill level, and fitness, anything like that is something that everybody can benefit from and see changes in their life. And again, you're going to notice physical changes, but also what most importantly is the mental changes and the changes to your brain health that you'll see. So before I jump on into everything, as I always say, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Helps get the message out if you like this type of content and want to share it with the world like I do. And then also if you're watching on other platforms, if you're listening to the podcast, leave a review on iTunes or Spotify, all that. And then if you're also listening uh, on Facebook or any other social media platforms, just share it. It helps spread the message. And if this is something with you that you resonate with, that is my mission is to spread this knowledge that I have acquired through my life and just different readings and experiences that I've had. And if it kind of resonates with you, share it with other people. And we want to create a like-minded community. And again, that leads me to my next point is that if you are interested in joining a community of like-minded people that like talking about subjects like this, that like optimizing your health for better physical performance, better mental performance, join my NeuroEdge Facebook group. There's going to be a link in the description to wherever this video is at. And again, that's just to create a micro community of people that are like-minded. And also I'm going to be doing cool giveaways. I've got the first one coming up on order, but you won't know until you join the group what it is. So anyway, now that I got that out of the way, let's jump in. So before I jump into all of the benefits of yoga, what especially the mental, mental benefits, I just want to give my background story as to how I even got involved doing yoga and especially as a football player, as someone that was a football player for a large part of my life, they seemingly do not go together and that it actually couldn't be further from the truth. But on the outside looking in, you would think why you wouldn't think people that are more of a meathead type would be someone that would gravitate towards yoga. But first started doing yoga, I think it was my junior year in college, which would have been about six or seven years ago now. And we actually had a yoga teacher come to our practices and he would give us lessons and yoga and everything. And especially in the off season, we would do it once a week 
And I really started doing it to be more flexible, to be more limber and kind of help my joints and everything be better. And um, I got, I kind of fell in love with it because your body would do these movements and it, it was so counter to the type of movements that I was used to doing as an athlete that were very hard, impactful, aggressive type movements. And yoga is much more of a flow. You're in control of your body. You're in control of your breath. And what I liked is there was this counterbalance between you have the high intensity type that a lot of athletes have. And then you also have the more slowed down, mellowed version that is still very difficult. Don't get me wrong. It's still very difficult, but it's a nice counterbalance to someone and uh, that goes to say in life too, if you have a high stress life, anything like that, it's going to be a nice counterbalance to one, engage you physically and mentally, but also be more of the, I'm not sure, yin and yang, but more to, more of the yin to the yang. I think the yin is the more peaceful one anyway, but it's a nice counterbalance to especially the high stress lifestyle that we live in the Western world and industrialized world today. But anyway, I got into yoga probably six or seven years ago and would do it and then it really helped i noticed in football just in terms of having more flexibility back strength everything like that then as i transitioned out to out of playing football started going to more classes just in my free time i would try to go to a class once a week and uh, since then i've transitioned into doing it more of a personal doing it more just personally and that's where i've really noticed the me mental benefits come through there is definite benefits to doing it in a class, and especially if you're new to learn from a teacher that's had experience and had years of experience, kind of learn the different movements and everything. And then once you get to a point, now look, we can always learn from teachers, but I think once you get to a point where you have it down, there is another side where yoga can be more of something that is a solitary pursuit where you understand the movements and everything, and then you can learn from people, but also do those on your own. And I think I wanted to make this distinction between classes and doing yoga individually now classes are great they are amazing and you can learn a lot and i think there's definitely something to be said when you have 20 30 40 people that are gathered together for a common purpose like that the energy in the room helps create a coherence that you can kind of feed off that energy and all those people are looking to get better they're looking kind of inner looking to uh, make their spiritualized better or whatever it is. And so there's something about being in an environment like that where you can learn. I think there's also a little bit of a distraction there. So if you're in a classroom with 40 people, it's hard not to let your brain wander to, am I doing this right? Am I wondering what other people think about me? How do I look? What's the teacher gonna think about me? All these different things. And I think part of yoga is getting in tune and getting your body in motion so that you, it's almost like a moving meditation. And when you're in a class, that's harder to do. It's harder to process your thoughts slow down because you're around other people and even if you have the the uh, highest levels of enlightenment it's hard when there's all those distracting things going around you to really really look inward and uh, kind of do it from there so last few years i've been doing much more solitary yoga where i will do it on my own maybe i get like an audio lesson of, of a certain workout and i'll put it in my ears and kind of go through that and do it on my own and that what I have noticed is the mental benefits come much more there because like I said it is this moving meditation where you're going through you're doing these movements and you get really in touch with your body so that is what I gravitate towards now now again whether you want to do it in a group or by yourself it's good to just do point blank period but I think I notice much more of a mental benefit and uh, kind of going more inside yourself and being able to process your thoughts when I do it on my own. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but I'm going to kind of walk through these six reasons that 
it helps our brain that I wrote down. And these aren't anything that I did a lot of scientific research into. I'm sure if it's out there and I will probably do that at some point in the future, but these are things that I have noticed for myself. And again, this is going to be more anecdotal rather than research-based or anything like that. But what I first noticed doing yoga is that it reduces stress and anxiety. And obviously that's going to be a huge mental benefit for your brain. And I don't think, especially given what's going on in the world right now, everybody's on lockdown, everybody's going a little crazy and all that stuff. The movement of yoga, I have noticed definitely, definitely, definitely helps me reduce any sort of stress and anxiety. And I think to a certain extent, any sort of exercise is going to help reduce stress and anxiety because you're getting into your body, you're having a state change in your brain. So your brain releases endorphins and chemicals and hormones that help you feel better about yourself. But what is nice about yoga is kind of like I was talking about, I'm used to doing high intensity, heavy weightlifting, things like that. And that is a stressor to your body. Now it makes me feel good afterwards, but that's a stressor to your joints, your body and everything like that. And your body needs to do movements like that in order to be the healthiest version of yourself. However, yoga is much more of this slow moving flow type of movement that kind of helps your body regulate itself. And when you're stressed out, you're anxious, you're kind of worried about anything, if you can create a state change in your brain, that's going to help get your brain out of whatever it's stressed about and get more into your body. And when you start to do that, again, all these endorphins and everything are going to be released. So I have noticed a huge reduction in stress and anxiety, and I like to do it first thing in the morning. When I do it, I try to do it at least three times a week. So first thing in the morning, I get up on days that I do it and I'll get moving that way. And it helps me from immediately jumping into, take my brain and jumping into whatever problems may be coming up that day. So whatever stuff I may have going on at work or in your personal life or whatever, when you go to doing yoga first, it helps you kind of calm out all of that and it removes you from immediately having your brain jumping into where you wake up, you're stressed out, you're anxious about stuff. Whereas if you take the time to reward your body with doing something like yoga, it's going to help offset that stress and anxiety so that when the day does come up, you're prepared to handle it because you've done self-care mechanisms like yoga to help reduce that. So that's something that I have noticed is a huge benefit. Now, is it going to eliminate every every sort of stress, every sort of anxiety that you're ever going to have? Absolutely not. But I think it better prepares you and equips you to have things come up in your life and you're, you're better able, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, you're better able to handle whatever is being thrown at you. So I think for me, myself, that's something that I've noticed and that's something I've directly tracked. I've, I've, I'd like to get into this and track my HRV when doing yoga versus not doing yoga, but I think there's definitely something there. Uh, the next thing that I wrote down is that it increases the mind-muscle connection. And if you're not an athlete, you may have never heard this term or really thought about it, but the mind-muscle connection, at least to my understanding, is the ability of our brain to be able to control our body and have muscle memory for different types of movements and everything. And the way I think of it is when I was an athlete, you train so much that a lot of the movements that you do and the response that your body has become involuntary. And that's called muscle memory. So you're actually training whatever is going on in your environment to be able to respond involuntarily to whatever threat or anything that comes up to you. And I think as a human, this is one thing that's taken for granted because so many people have started to have sedentary lifestyles. So they are not moving throughout the day. 
they're not as active as maybe we weren't weren't were at one point in hundreds thousands of years ago and so as such obviously there's lots of inflammation lots of disease and everything going on out in especially in the industrialized world today and so humans are in my opinion disconnected from a lot of the mind muscle connection that we are intended to have as energetic beings as beings that move around a lot and i have noticed that yoga helps develop this so yoga helps think about it it becomes much more aware of your physical body and i think a lot of people don't have the especially if you don't have an athletic background it may be tougher to have the knowledge and presence of how your body responds how your body moves through space and i think there's something to be said with yoga how you can develop that so yoga helps you develop this consciousness of your body where you understand your physical body and then understand that your mind is part of your body but it's also separate so your mind is separate from your body obviously your brain is part of your body but your mind which is the thinking brain the consciousness everything that's going around that can be separate but also can be in tune with your body so yoga what i have noticed is yoga helps develop this and develop these new neural pathways in your brain where you're conscious of your body and you understand how your body works a little bit better and i think there's obviously brain intelligence we have but i also think and i think about this for a lot of athletes is there's this there's this physical intelligence intelligence that we have so if you look at the top athletes in the world they obviously most of them are smart intellectually but there's also this physical intelligence they know how to move their body they know how to control their body through space in ways that other people just don't know how to do and what i have noticed is that yoga really helps tap into this and develop this so that you become conscious of that now why is that important well because it helps you through life if you understand your body better you're going to treat it better you're going to treat it more like a temple rather than trashing it and putting bad food in it not treating it properly and not exercising and all those things so if you start to do that yoga really gives you this respect for the mind muscle connection and and gives you this ability to honor it and it helps kind of develop that within you just as i think being an athlete doing martial arts anything anything will do but yoga does it in a way that it is much more present in your mind whereas if you're doing a sport you're probably present in the sport and you're kind of the, you're honing the same thing but yoga does it in a way where you really really become aware of your body and you you get in sync with your body and become one with your body. And I th I think there's something to be said for that, especially again today where a lot of people are sedentary and they might not be as in touch with the physical consciousness of their body and how their mind relates to their body. So, number 2. Number 3, next one is it helps make you more present. Now that is a big buzzword that is out there in the ether today you got to be more present you got to be more mindful blah 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 everybody talks about it right you got to be more present well what does that actually mean what does that mean you have to do because i think everybody's experience is going to be a little bit different everybody's being in the present moment is going to be a little bit different for me i am someone that is very active and likes to move and i think a lot of people struggle with doing things like meditation because they have to sit there and be present with their own thoughts and then people's thoughts start to take start to take them all over the place and then before they know it, they're like oh i can't do that it's not for me so what yoga helps me do is get closer to that point where your brain is still and i notice this particularly not so much from doing the classes but when i'm doing it on my own that yoga really helps me focus in on the present moment and you almost don't have an option to because when you're straining through a really difficult po pose you're trying to hold your balance you're trying to hold something that's difficult 
you can't really think about anything else because you're trying to make your body do that one pose or that one hold that you're working on. And so when you're doing that, this is going to kind of correlate with the reduction in, in stress and anxiety is you have to block out all things in your brain. It's not to say that thoughts, stray thoughts won't come into your brain. But when you're doing these types of movements where you're doing the longer holds, you're, you're working into your breath, you're doing all these things with your breath to try to breathe in oxygen into yourself and out and keep moving and everything, there is something going on there with helping your brain become more present. And so if you are someone that doesn't meditate at all but knows you need to meditate or have heard that, yoga is a really good way to start to break into that because you can be moving but also meditating in the same time. And it's a little bit different than you would have just as a sitting meditation or laying down meditation. But there is something there where you're quieting the mind. And when you quiet the mind, you can really get in touch with your inner and higher self. And I think there's something to be said for that, especially when practicing yoga, how that helps you get in touch with the inner mind. And I think today's day and age, again, we're bombarded with phone calls, text, emails, news, all this stuff going on around us. It's crucial that you take time out of the day for yourself to get in touch and understand who you are and what you really want to get out of life. So part of the benefit of being present in the moment is you become more in touch with your inner self and understand what you want, what you desire and everything like that. And yoga is going to be a great way where you can actually do that moving. And then I think also there's benefits to doing a, a still meditation and doing a moving meditation. And I know for me, I like walking, I like doing yoga, and things moving because ideas will come to me. And so when you quiet your inner brain that's chattering and has all these things going on, when you quiet that down, so doing something like yoga where you're moving in your body and you quiet that down, ideas start to come to you and you start to have vision and, and excitement about the future and your goals and what you want to do rather than just feeling like you're barely above water trying to keep up. So that was a huge benefit I noticed. Uh, number four is it regulates the autonomic nervous system. So I've talked about this a little bit before. You have your autonomic nervous system. Sometimes you're in a sympathetic state, which is that fight or flight response, and then you're in a parasympathetic, parasympathetic state where you're just kind of chilled out and everything. And I have noticed that yoga does a really good job of helping you regulate this. And I think it's probably, again, this isn't scientific. This is just my opinion. I think it's probably having to do with something related to your breath and the control of your, your breathing. And when you're doing yoga, you really, if you're doing it properly, you really have to focus on the breath because when you do movements, you breathe in, you breathe out, and you're kind of getting oxygen into all of these different areas of your body. And with that, you're going to have better regulation of your autonomic nervous system, which is just your involuntary nervous system that is carrying out all the functions in the body that you don't necessarily tell it to. So when you are doing yoga, you are actually becoming in control of that. And the way that works is by when you're controlling your body, you're kind of regulating all these functions and you're making it easier. It kind of goes hand in hand with some of the other stuff. So you're reducing stress, you're becoming more present in the moment. Your body's able to calm down and regulate itself better. So you don't necessarily need to get anything external. You don't necessarily need food, supplements, anything like that. A lot of times your body just needs to regulate, have a calm moment where it heals itself. And I've noticed that with yoga is that I'm much better able to regulate because of the breath work and everything that you do in yoga. It probably is going, I think the breath work has a lot to do with the nervous system regulation. So that's another huge thing I've noticed. You're better able to control your response to the environment through your nervous system. So that was number four. Number five is it increases blood flow to all areas of the body. 
obviously any type of exercise is going to help that. Most importantly though, it increases blood flow to the brain. And again, a lot of big problem out there now is the sedentary lifestyle. So when you don't have good blood flow going to your brain, your brain's not gonna be functioning at the highest level possible. And so when your brain isn't functioning at the highest level possible, you're not gonna make the best decisions. And I talk about that all the time, the positive feedback loop of making good decisions. And so in order for your brain to function at the highest level possible, well, you gotta exercise. And I think what's nice about yoga, again, is it doesn't, you don't have to have a super advanced level of fitness to be able to do it. And you can get into motion and get into movement and help your brain by getting blood flow to it and everything. So I thought that was huge. And then last thing, number six, just to wrap it up, this is one of the most important things to me is focus. So the ability to focus and stay locked in on the zone. I think in yoga, it is called Dristi or Driste, something like that, where you are looking at one point and you're frozen in time. And when you're frozen in time, looking at that one point, you have to block out all distractions. So everything in your life has to be blocked out because you're focused on keeping yourself balanced on that one leg or doing a handstand or whatever it is. And I talked a little bit about this in the lifting weights episode where you have to be focused on that one thing. Yoga is kind of the same thing. It's just, again, going to be a little bit more of that smooth flow state where you're doing that. So one thing I think the biggest benefit that you're going to get from doing yoga, especially for your brain, is the ability to focus. And I think the ability to focus is going to help people in whatever you know career you're in, entrepreneurship, whatever it is, in the 21st century to be able to make progress. So I think that's a huge huge thing that a lot of people lack these days, again, especially because we're getting bombarded by emails, texts, phone calls all the time. So if you can develop that with yoga, that one point of focus where you're looking and you're focused right there in that present moment, that's going to translate into other areas of your life. And you're going to be able to translate that into your job. You're going to be able to translate that to your personal life, relationships with friends and family, because you're focused on that one point at that one moment in time. And I think that's, you look into quantum physics and everything, a lot of quantum physicists, a lot of quantum physicists will say that there is no past, there is no present, there is no future, there's only the eternal now. So we're here right now in the moment. So again, the ability to focus is going to be something that you're going to need going forward in the 21st century. And I don't think you can do that any better way than by practicing yoga. So if you stay tuned for this whole thing, thank you so much for listening to me. I hope this was helpful. If you get any sort of benefit from it, let me know if you have practiced yoga, if you've never practiced yoga, but you try it. I think there's substantial benefit to be gained, especially for your brain. So thanks again for tuning in and I look forward to talking to you soon. Peace.